there. How you doing? Hello. What's going on out there? I'm just kidding. It's Lachlan. It's me, guys. It's not... It's still the Lockdown Podcast. It's not some English guy's podcast. You haven't clicked on the wrong podcast. That was a joke. Along with most of this podcast. This will be episode 15. I don't even know. It's just going... It's going great, guys. I'm having a great time. Are you guys having a great time? Come on in. Just don't be so uptight. Come in. I'm not sick. I've completely sanitized the whole shack. So you can sit anywhere you want. I've got chairs. Sit down. Everything has been cleaned. It gets cleaned every morning by a a team of scientists. So it's polished. There's nothing in here that can get you sick. (coughs) Weekend's here for me. I'm very excited. Weekends, right? Do you still live for the weekend? Or is it it just one... Is the weekend just like Monday? It's kind of the same now, I guess. I still like it. want to send a shout-out first. Let's talk to the sponsors and thank them, all the people who have kept this show going. Thank you so much. Ryan and Matt, I'm keeping it going, guys. Thank you. Vanessa, huge shout-out to Vanessa. She's already paid for two months of the podcast, the last two months, all, all on her own. She's donated. Thanks, Vanessa. I'm going to keep it going. Matthew, Jennifer, Nat, number one fan, thank you. Connie, I hope we're keeping it thrilling for you. Val, thanks for the shack dollars, man. Jessica, Chris, bro, thank you so much. Martin, new new donor, new sponsor. Martin, thank you so much for the 100 uh, episodes that you purchased. (laughs) Melissa, thank you so much. And Katie, uh, thank you as well. And thanks for helping out Crush, too. Appreciate it, you guys. A lot of people are complaining, of course, that they lost their jobs. I fortunately, even though I lost my job, lost. I didn't lose it. I still know where it is. I think that's a Seinfeld joke or a Stephen Wright. Who says that? I lost my job. Well, I didn't lose it. I, I know where it is. But when I go there, someone else is doing it. Someone else wrote that, but I like that joke. <clears throat> There's a homeless guy that sleeps in the alley who's been in the alley since the beginning of the year. He just, he's like younger than me and he looks like a normal guy, but he's hes not normal. He's very unusual. He has pulled a couch into the alley and he sleeps in it in under a blanket. He even takes his shoes off before he gets on this filthy couch and puts his blanket on which is weird to me, but, you know, but he keeps it tight, you know, he has nothing, he has absolutely, he has no wallet, he has no cell phone, he has no bag even, he just walks around, I don't know what his deal is, but he's sleeping in there, rain or sun, sun, he's just completely covered under this blanket, I'm talking like pouring rain, he'll sleep under a wet blanket, freezing cold pouring rain he i'll I'll drive my van by him and i'll look down and he's sitting under there i don't know what he's doing sleeping he can sleep i guess i talk to him when i when i go by i you know i give him a couple bucks or some food the other day i said i'm going to the grocery store can i get you anything and he said you know bag of chips water 
sandwich. So I went and got him. In return, I asked him a few questions. He tells me he works for the government. He tells me he works for the government. He's just got to do this for a couple more months and until things settle down. But that's all I know. I don't know anymore. And he even goes, I shouldn't even be telling you that. So it's weird. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I want to know more about this guy who says his name is John. That's all he says. But is it John, really? I mean, if I was going to lie about my name, it would be Joe or John. In fact, I do say Joe. That's my Starbucks name. Oh, let's get started, shall we? There's so much going on, so much new information. We've got a lot of numbers still. People are still giving me numbers. Every time I tune into the New York Times, they all these numbers, even though they don't know the, the numbers, don't do anything. They don't. They're not real numbers. Don't read the numbers. 10,000 to this, 150,000 people have contained it. 450,000 people are already recovering from the COVID-19. Well, you don't know that. You don't know what they had. You can't be sure because you never tested. And if you did test, that test is not a good test. It They had flu-like symptoms, so it could be any flu. You don't know that it's that exact flu on all 800,000. So stop giving me those numbers. They're not helpful. Tell me, here's, here's all I need to know. Should I buy a flamethrower? That's, that's important to me. When should I start running half-inch galvanized pipe underneath my van and hooking it up to a gasoline reservoir and propelling flames out of the sides and back in front of my van if anyone gets near me? When do I rig my vehicle and make a secret hatch in my floor of my kitchen to escape? I need to know when to start building a secret hatch because I have to get through the tile and then there's a subfloor, and then I have to somehow reroute the beams so that I can fit in there because I'm very wide-shouldered. And then I need to make a, a sort of a, a containment unit down there and and put storage, you know, a, a storage chest full of food in case. And tell me how long do I have to stay in there? So I need to know how much food to get. Are you shrugging as you walk by people? Have you started doing that? I catch myself a little bit shrugging as I walk by someone in the cereal aisle at the grocery store. Just like that's going to stop anything. Like that's going to prevent me from getting a virus is if I pull my shoulder up. Ah, don't be a dick. Why do I do that? Because I don't know. I don't. My body tells me to shrug. That's why. And I'm going to listen to my body. If my if my body tells me it's it's in danger, I'm going to let it react the way it's supposed to react. I don't know how it's supposed to react. I've never been in a in a situation where I've had to fight an intruder. I've never taken a self-defense course, but I did take a cardio kickboxing class once. And if anyone tries to fuck with me, Let's just say they're gonna get a, they're gonna really feel it in their abs and their lower glutes. My lady's cleaning. Oh my God, she's she's on a clean tear today. 
people think they're clean. You know, oh, I'm clean, I'm clean. You're not, you're not as clean as my lady. My lady cleans shit like she's about to return it to the store. Like that level. She says things like, are you going to, why is the sink wet? That one always confuses me. I got to dry the sink after I use it. Me and my lady are starting to, you know, you start to get a little stir crazy in here. Every day, you know, you see the same person every single day. It's not normal. It's not normal. Used to be in the old days, a man would go hunting for like three months. And then when he came back and saw his woman, he'd be all excited and they'd embrace. They'd run. She'd run out of the village, see him cresting the hill in his in his horse and she'd drop all of her stuff her rice or whatever and just start running and he'd start galloping towards her with his horse and his giant fur jacket and she'd run and he'd pull up beside her and put his arm down and she'd raise her arm and nervously, and he'd grab her right on the elbow, and she'd grasp his elbow, and he'd swing her over his back onto the horse and gallop. And they'd gallop into their teepee. They'd gallop into their teepee. Come on, you guys don't, you guys don't read any history. Ethan, where's my music, bro? We've got. Uh, We've got a lot of news going on. Are you guys following the news? Are you are you continuing to be safe? Are you listening to the Who? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Who do I go to for information? Exactly. That's exactly who you go to. You haven't told me anything. I, I still don't know who. Well, it sounds like you do know, and you just don't want to go. I'm gonna keep doing that until someone tells me not to. And maybe it'll get better. Who knows? Do they know? Only they know. Who knows? You're wearing masks? You're watching politics? Is anyone tired of all the politics? It's too bad. It's too bad that we couldn't be more dependent on our government. But we're not supposed to be dependent on our government. So... Don't be mad. They got a tough job. Especially that surgeon general. That's got to be a tough job, you know. How are you going to lead an army when you're in when you're doing a heart transplant? You got to really balance your schedule if you're a surgeon general. Treasurer, I think is a is a funny name for a, a person in charge of all the money. Uh, we need to raise the military budget by twenty million dollars. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I got a couple of rubies I can sell. Maybe there's an old golden scepter might be worth a little money in the treasure. I have to check the treasure. That was a dumb joke. Uh, it's weird though too that we're honoring. You know, we're honoring. It's not weird, but we honor people that we didn't used to honor. Used to be when there's, we used to honor soldiers, and 
the, the real, they were called the heroes. But now a hero is like a guy who delivers marijuana. They're calling, we have to honor those people. I um I guess I could use this time to tell you that the podcast I guess I could use this time to tell you that I am going to be releasing my comedy special May 5th. Oh, feels so good to say that. Taking a big risk here promoting my comedy special on the podcast, but by the time this comes out, hopefully the website will be up. If not, don't worry about it. May 5th is all you got to worry about. May 5th, Dark White is the name of the special. And I really think you're going to love it. I worked really hard on it. And uh, throughout the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I did to the special. And I think those are fun things. God, that sounded dumb. Whatever. Those are fun things. One of the fun things I did is I took all of the, I, f- I have a bunch of old, old tapes from my, f- I have my first ever performance still on VHS. And I transferred all these old performances from like the 90s and the aughts to digital. And at the end credits, if you watch the whole comedy special, stick around for the end credits. And I got little pictures, you can see little videos of me performing back in 97, 98, and at the comedy store. And the Sorry, I just had to check and see if there was anyone in my new peephole that I installed. It sounds like someone was out there, but maybe not. Are you drinking responsibly? I know you're drinking. Are you drinking responsibly? Sometimes I drink too responsibly, man. God, it sucks. Last night I got wasted and made a mole map. Oh, that was, took me all night. I was sober by the time it was finished. When's there going to be a moratorium on, a moratorium, when's there going to be a moratorium on the mail? Because I don't need this pile of viral garbage stinking up my front door stop the mail man stay home man we don't need the mail i why does the why does the government bring me chinese food deals how did that work out that the the government that i vote for is somehow in charge of delivering me 50% off of Kung Pao chicken at the store down the street. How did those two companies get together? Who are you wearing to the grocery store? I should probably tweet that. Who are you wearing to the grocery store? Kind of fun. Trying to find things to do. I did a couple of shows. They were hilarious. Not because of me, but, you know, it's a new medium and everyone's just doesn't know what they're doing. I did a Instagram live video of m- removing a dead possum from under my shed. Can you imagine 
Like, I'm going to have to tell my son that 50 years from now. That's what I did with my time during the corona crisis. It was disgusting. Oh, man, the maggots. Did anyone watch this? If you didn't, you can go on Instagram, and it's in my stories. This possum had maggots just swirling around in the eyeball socket. It was really gross. It's always gross. That's the sixth one I pulled out. They keep dying under there. That's where they go to die. That's the possum's version of Florida. Underneath my shed. It's a possum, not possum. Did you know opossums are North America's only marsupial? Yeah. Brother to the kangaroo and the koala bear. My dad... My dad is going to be the guest today. I'm going to call him up right now. He lives on Pender Island, and he is, he is, there's no cases of COVID-19 reported on the island, so he feels pretty safe. So he goes out every day, like four times a day. My mom was like, if he, if we lived in the city, he'd be dead. He'd be totally dead. Because he can't help himself. My dad socializes. But he likes he likes to go out and... and it's, a, it's an island. It's a small island. And he's got friends on the island. So, well, let's give him a call and just see how he's doing. All right. Well, my dad is... Is... <laughs> my dad is ready. I think he's ready, you guys. Are you guys ready for my dad? Let's call him up. Maybe my mom, too. We'll see if she's listening. Hi, mom. How are you? Is 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 dad home? He's right here. He's right here. He's right there. Hey, dad. How you doing? Good. How about you? I'm getting by. You getting by? I'm headed to Victoria. Yeah. You guys are going to Victoria. Yeah. You're going to the other island, the bigger island, where there's more cases of of the disease. Well, there are cases over there. Yeah, we're going. To, we're going to yeah Vancouver Island. Okay. We're going to the dump. We're dumping stuff off the, because we don't have a dump on tender. It can't wait. Are you allowed to talk? I'm allowed to talk. <clears throat> Although normally it stops me from talking, but it shows me pictures and that stops me. That stops me from talking. How how are things going at home with you and her now that this um, this lockdown is going on? Has it changed your relationship? Um, well, we we certainly uh, are together a lot, and nobody people can't come to visit us unless it's outside. Yeah, I th- no one seems to be staying home, including you. Well, yeah, the truth is, on Sunday we don't have any cases. Of COVID, right. So uh, you know we're pretty pretty safe. All of, a lot of people wearing, not, a few people wearing masks, and there's a woman on the island that's doing the masks. You're not but wearing. We go everywhere. I mean, I take the dogs everywhere. We just walk and and we do stop and talk to people. Do you practice the safe distance of six feet? Yeah, we give them the six feet. Yeah, everybody knows that. 
Okay. Okay. And we we go, we, Mom and I take turns cooking. So you guys are kind of, it's just kind of business as usual for you on the island, is that right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not business as usual, because today going to Victoria was a big deal. Even at Costco, like there were about 300 people in a lineup in Costco. Do you, but it was probably faster than the lineup in, in Bender. Wow. They're pretty efficient at Costco. Yeah, what do you guys do there? We we stay home. I I go to the grocery store as little as possible, but yeah, we. It sounds like we do similar to you guys, where you know we spend most of our time at home. If we need to go out, we go out. Let me ask you this: do yeah. Do you know anyone who's who's contracted the virus or who has passed away? You know, you know older no. people. Oh, I see. You're saying you know some people that. I don't know. I don't really know anyone personally who's died, but yeah, you know, I don't. Most of my friends are my age. Your friends are older, so maybe I don't know. Yeah, no. As far as well, nobody ever I know on the island died. Eddie died, but that was from a different thing. That wasn't the virus. Right. Okay. (laughs) Fell off the porch. So some people have asked, uh, have some questions, and I wanted to ask you uh, the questions that the, the the fans of the show. Okay, sure. So I'm going to go on the Twitter. I posted about an hour ago. Anyone who wanted to ask you any question, and here here's the questions. Are you ready? I'll just scroll through. Great. How do you know you're my? How do you know you're my real dad? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, all right, that's a good question. I mean, I don't. You don't know? No, your mom. Uh, I think you weren't at the hospital, were you? What? You weren't at the hospital when I was born, were you? I was at the hospital with one of you. And I came, the other one, I came a little later. Right. Oh no! I was, I was at the hospital in both. I was I was there when you were born. I was in the yeah. I was inside. All right. Watching you, mom, give birth. So. This question is this next question is kind of hard to. I don't know if you're going to even be able. Ivan Daigle wrote in ten thousand words or less. Please explain your son and what you exactly did to make him the way he is. Okay. That doesn't Explain make Explain your son, yeah. You don't have to answer that one, Dad. I don't think I... Uh... Yeah, he was... Yeah, okay. I'll just tell that you're, you're always very honest. I worked, I worked with kids, and you were not like the kids I worked with, uh, which were sort of tough East End kids. You were very honest. Uh, you worked hard when I coached you, and I coached you in everything. You gave your, your most or your best, and... Uh, in school, you tried hard, and then when remember the time we started the business, you said you didn't like working at a gas station. Right. So what should I do? And I said, "There's a truck. Let's start the business, and I think it's around the paper, and then we were off." I don't think anyone heard that, but what happened is I hated my job at the gas station, and so my dad said, "Well, there's the pickup truck. Why don't you start a business?" And I said, "Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work." So. He, my dad, put an ad in the paper 
College College Gardener, I think was the first one. And I don't know the first one. It, I think you wanted to put College Gardener, even though, even though I had dropped out of college, you put College Student Gardener or whatever, available yeah. for rubbish removal. And, then, and it was in the North Shore News, I remember that. And yeah. oh man, I, I, so much business. We got so much business that you ended yeah. up doing doing it with me and we ended up being father and son business if you could go back to any time when would it be would i what i'm sorry once again if you could go back to any time when would it be okay would i okay in your in your life before i was married before you were married, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would go back to the time I went to Europe. I thought Europe and I, and the time I spent in England, I loved that. That was just great. Great. That and was before I met your mom. Your favorite, okay. the best advice you ever got. The best advice? Yeah. Uh, my dad used to say, take charge. Take charge. I like yeah, that. Take charge of your life. Take charge of what's happening around you. I don't think I ever did, but it was that idea. Take charge. <laughs> because nobody else is. And, and that's, you know, he, he was very successful in the baseball business. More, more, uh, so, more so sounds true, rings true today than any time in my life. Take charge. You really... We really, as individuals, have to t take charge of our lives right now. Yeah. That's great. And a lot of times we don't because we think the other people uh, are going to, you know, it's it's their business. It's, and then you realize, no, I have to get, tell them I, I'm going to do what I want to do. I think it's right. And yeah, do what you think is right, too. That was the other. Do what you think is right. I like that. Take charge and yeah. do what you think is right. Gotcha. What uh, yeah. what was your biggest sports moment? Biggest sports moment for me? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, for for me, it's because I played so many sports. Right. Uh, the biggest moment was winning the Canadian championship, but I never played that much what, because I'd been out of it for a year. But it w um, must have been exciting to win. But the, the, the best sport I loved was rugby. Oh, sorry, it was rugby. Rugby? You loved rugby? Yeah, because and I never played rugby until I was 27. Why Why did you love I, rugby? Was, pardon? What, what did you love about rugby? Yeah, because it was a, a social game. When the game was over, you, don't, you didn't just go home. You went, and I played with a Welsh team. We went and drank and sang. We sang all the time. And we played in some wonderful places. We played in, uh, oh, what's the big school in Oxford? And we played the Oxford team in rugby. I, I had never played a game of rugby before. Okay. I coached it, but I never played it. And when I came back to uh, Canada... I, Russ, got, Russ got me a job in Fort St. John. He phoned and said, I got your job. He said, I was drinking with the superintendent of the school. So he got your job. He told me what I was doing. I was coaching all these teams uh, along with rugby, uh, as well as playing. But, yeah, the, the most fun I had was playing sports. 
I played a lot of sports because my dad looked after baseball. Rugby, it sounds like fun. Yeah, basketball, after basketball, you kind of just go home. But with rugby, yeah, you guys, they actually built a clubhouse on the field. You can play with the guys. Yeah, you can play with the guys that you, you might have been beating their heads in the ground, but you could still have fun with them afterwards. Lacrosse was the same way when I played it. Afterwards, you sit down and drink with the, the team you played against. I liked I liked and, uh, I liked rugby too. I I just I was just unfortunate. I, I feel like I didn't have enough weight, and I was getting I was just a ping pong ball, just bounced around all over the place. Let me ask you this: what yeah. what age of being a dad did you enjoy the most? Okay. Does that make sense? Like what age? What, uh, yeah, what yeah, age kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a tough question. Do you like it? Do you like a Do you like like a newborn baby? Do you like like a like a four year old to six year old baby, or do you like like a teenager baby, teenager kid? Yeah, having the baby is, was very confusing to me. Right. Because I'm I'm an only child, and uh, and you, you know your mom was good. You had your grandmother around, and uh, and I'm sort of wandering around trying to sort things out. What's this all about? Type of thing. What did I do? Um, what have I done? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't like that. No, <laughs> the, we, the planning was to have kids. Okay. And even though I, I didn't have a family, and my, my family didn't have kids, the, the cousins that I lived with in, in Alberni when we went up there all the time were, were like my brothers. Right, and uh, it wasn't until the end we had one. The girl came along right at the end, so there were like seven boys and then a, one girl. So, uh, like, so you what? What age ahead. did what age did you like raising me the most? I'd you, say when you were in high school. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, high school, or because I coached you for every. I mean, we were around all the time, weren't we? It was baseball, basketball. Do you remember? Um, do you remember the the first soccer. time? Do you remember the first time I beat you in one on one basketball? Because because no. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I remember it. I I mean I must have been I must have been seventeen, and we were at the yeah. y, the YMCA, and we were and I you know we'd been playing one on one. You didn't like playing one on one because I think you knew I was getting better, and yeah. your skills were starting to diminish. And okay, and okay, I just the last part. I was you, your skills were starting to diminish. Oh, I was. Yeah, you know you were. You know you weren't practicing as much, and I was practicing all the time. So. Right. So I. I well, how old were you? How old were you? Were seventeen, right? I was seventeen, so you would be probably seventy-eight. Just kidding. Oh, I wouldn't have been that late. No, no, I wasn't seventy-eight. Just kidding. Um, and the other thing that's changed is we can't, because of the, the virus, we can't play golf. Now, the golf right. course is just wide open. There's nobody working down there. And the, it's the most beautiful shape you've ever seen. Oh, man. Um, yeah. That must hurt. It's, it's, I'm going to sneak out down there one day and just play. Don't tell mom. I, I, I might not do that just because... <laughs> It's what everyone wants to do. That's my only right. concern, and it's a small island. Yeah, yeah, it is a small island. Do you have your mask with you? 
Uh, I have my mask with me, and so does Mom. Great. I don't wear it very much lately. It's but we stay six feet apart, and most of the time, I take the dogs for a walk. We never see it. Um, well, just so uh, just don't touch. Just try not to touch your face. I think that's all. Yeah. And um. Yeah, is what we're protecting, and the hands, even in the grocery store now, they don't ask for it. They at least they have a sanitizer going in and a sanitizer going out. Good. And we line up, and they, I think they take four people at a time or six people at a time. Good. Well, I think everything, it sounds like everything's nice and safe and, and sealed up good over there. Oh, yeah. I know. It. And uh, nobody knows anybody who's, who's had the virus. So Great. Do you know people who've had the virus? I only have a, uh, a distant friend's father passed away, Dave Tassonis. Okay. But his dad was 90. And I feel like, as sad as it is, he had a, you know, had a long life. So, not, it's not quite, it hasn't quite hit me as hard as it hits other people. So, I think we're all very lucky. I'm very lucky. In fact, I just got a letter from my bank saying I have an outstanding balance. So, I'm very good. (laughs) An outstanding balance? (laughs) (laughs) That's slipping a joke in. What about Judith? Judith is well, still there. I saw Ben's van. My my neighbor Judith. She's in her. I'm sure she's in her 80s. She's doing good. She doesn't really yeah. get out of the house. It's it's. I mean, it's it's not like that Spanish flu that affected 20 to 40 year olds. This right. thing. Yeah, that wasn't bad. This is a lot easier to defend yourself against. What I don't have to. So keep yeah. safe. When I was growing when I was growing up, we just missed. Um, I got a class a, a few years before with smallpox. Smallpox and and there were and measles were dangerous too at the time. Polio was was awful. That was during our time. Um, but yeah, so it's you know you're not getting you're getting the new one. This but, one's uh, way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Take care. Now you were a good son and you tried hard and. Uh, that's all a father could ask for. Thanks, I mean, Dad. You, know, you certainly weren't a spoiled brat or anything. Thanks, Dad. Um, well, thanks for listen. Thanks for calling, Dad. Thanks for talking on the on the podcast, and 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 yeah. that's great. Will you guys take take uh be safe, please, and don't get out of the car unless you have to. Okay. And 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 don't. I didn't quite hear what you said there. So don't get out of the car unless you have to. Okay. Stay in the car. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what we've been, you know, we've, we've been through this. We lined up in, we might have told you, in Costco with all those people. And, <laughs> Send uh, mom. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. That was the weirdest thing. Just hundreds of people. Well, I'll keep okay. I'll keep waiting for Trudeau to open the border, and then we're going to come up in the summer, and I want Crush to see. Yeah, Trudeau said he's not going to hold off. Yeah, I guess he's more. They have the. I mean, Ontario and uh, Quebec are the worst for the virus. Right. Because yeah. they have the most people. There. Yeah, it's it's a it's much more a closer community. So you got exactly. you got to wait for those people to be cool with it. I get it. Yeah. It better be this summer because I want to get up there this summer and see you guys. 
Love you, Dad. Okay. Well, you guys take care. We will. Good luck in the kill. Call me back later and I'll email me and I'll straighten out some of the answers if you can't make them up. Uh, all right, I will. I'll have a listen, and if there's anything I missed, I'll I'll definitely email you. Okay. All right. Bye, Dad. Okay. Take care. I'll talk to you in a month. Okay. Hi, hon. Hi, Mom. <laughs> How are you? Okay. Did that go, did that go okay? I think it went great. I'm going to take it home and, and we'll edit it and we'll see how we'll see how it sounds. Hopefully it sounds good. I can't tell until I get it on the computer. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay, hon. Bye-bye. Love you. My, fa- my favorite time with you was when you were home. When I was what? When you, well, when you were a little guy at home, when we had you all the time. Right. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah, then I, you know, it's funny because you might, you'll find this probably with crush too. At the beginning, you just want your mom. And so at night, when you're upset or anything, it's mom you want, right? And then when you get older, it's your dad. <laughs> oh, wow. It's pretty, it's pretty even right now, mom. I'm not being bragging, but he runs to me to go to bed as well. I know. Well, you see, your dad would have gone to work. Right. So you wouldn't have seen him as much, right? So it's different now because you guys are co-parenting, really. Yeah. When he wakes up, yeah. he, he runs, he, he uses both of us equally. It's great. Sure. Yeah, no, it's different. I know. Yeah, it's lovely. It's wonderful for him. He's a lucky little guy, and so are we. He's a lucky little guy. God, who would have thought, eh? <laughs> okay, hon. I'll, we'll see you this summer, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, God. Or be better. So great. Okay. Bye-bye, hon. Bye, Mom. And that is Dawn and Doug. Thank you for all your questions, guys, for my dad. Don't forget, podcast uh, sponsors the people that paid for the show if you guys want to be a sponsor if you want to help pay for the show you can go to my venmo at lachlan-patterson-1 i don't have a i don't have income so this is how this podcast gets paid for it i need to pay rent on this shack if you guys want to donate a dollar an episode that uh, or sorry a dollar a month that would be twelve dollars a year you can sponsor the podcast or you can donate whatever you want or whatever you can i shouldn't say what you want you don't want to donate nobody wants the need to donate but thank you so much to everyone who has sponsored this show ryan and matt vanessa matthew jennifer nat connie val jessica chris bro martin new new sub sponsor thank you Melissa, thank you. And Katie, of course, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. May 5th, don't forget my comedy special comes out. You guys are going to get to see it. No mail till it's over. Good night.